It's Red Road FM 102.4 across Rotherham online at redroadfm.com as well. Thank you for your company today. Do appreciate it. Right, it was in 1997 that the man who is on the phone with me right now first began writing his debut album Desireless in his bedroom in Stockholm with just an acoustic guitar and a handful of ideas. And what emerged was a phenomenally successful album that peaked at number three in the UK charts and sold over four million copies worldwide. Desireless featured two top ten UK singles, Fallen in Love Again and Save Tonight that uh, dominated the worldwide airwaves on their release and still do now to be honest with you and in a few weeks this guy is returning to the UK and Ireland on tour for the first time in over 20 years I can only be talking about Eagle Eye Cherry uh, welcome to the show Eagle Eye Cherry thanks so much for joining me today thank you Aaron that was a very nice introduction that sounded pretty good no problem at all no problem <laughs> where, where in the world do we find you today? at the moment I'm on tour in Europe um, in France and I'm loving every minute of it. Loving every minute, yeah, it's great. Because I just mentioned there, it's been 20 years since you last played here in the UK. What's taking you so long to come back? I've been asking myself that lately, because the minute I got back up on stage, a little voice in my head said, what the hell have you been thinking, man? You love doing this. But I, uh, you know, it was so intense, those first six, seven years, uh, which is full on with touring, promoting, recording, and at the end of that, around mid-2005 or something like that, I just said, I got to take a break. And I thought it was going to be a short break, but it became a really long one. As the anonymity kicked in, I just started loving it and just kind of getting back to normality. And uh, I guess I needed that break to be able to come back and enjoy it again. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, well, it'd be, it'd be great to see you when, when you come back on tour. So you, you're coming to Sheffield. You're going to be playing Corporation Nightclub on Saturday, 1st of June. What can people expect if they if they come and see you on tour? Um, basically, we're, we've been out now for a while, and uh, we're kicking it. We're just mixing up the songs from all my albums. Because it's funny, when I was out with my first album, I only had 11 songs. <laughs> And, uh, you know, people will be wanting more and be like, yeah, we got no more. So now it's a lot of fun because I can mix up, you know, I got five albums to take from and uh, and we're just going on and rocking it, man. Just, you know, full on good old, you know, guitars, bass, drums, keyboards and just having a good time, spreading the good vibes. Have you have you played in Sheffield before? I have not. It's one town I have not been to, so I'm actually very much looking forward to that. It's always fun to come to a new place. Well, I can tell you, you'll, uh, you'll, you're going to love it here, believe me, and the crowd are, are going to be properly up for it. We're, we're proper northerners here in the UK, so in Sheffield, so we're, we're going to be right up for it, I can tell you that. Good, a little bit better at letting loose than other parts. <laughs> <laughs> so what, why now? You mentioned you're you on a bit of a break, and then what, what made you decide, right, you know, 2019, this is the year I'm going back to the UK. What, what was the, what was the decision behind that? Um... I mean, basically, the first big step was to decide to make an album, and uh, the carrot on the stick for me has always been getting on the road and touring. That's why I make music, and that's when I get something back. When you're standing there in front of the crowd and getting that whole vibe, it's, it's, it's what makes me love what I do. And uh, that's when I decided, all right, I'm going to make a new album and get on the road. And the UK, because I've toured a lot more in other parts of Europe and the States than I have in the, in the UK, so for me, it just felt like it's time to come back there. And... Uh, I've, just, I've noticed when it comes to streaming and stuff there's a lot of people checking out my music there so I felt like what the hell am I thinking I gotta get over there and then I got you know my sister and everybody lives in London so it's time to come back and in terms of in terms of streaming you mentioned it there I assume you're talking about Spotify and Apple Music and things like that is that right? 
yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that is that a big thing for for you nowadays? Are you because I know some artists love it and some artists hate the streaming world. Are, are you a fan of it then? I I use it myself, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think you know I I'm I'm based in Sweden now, and in Sweden it's about eighty five percent streaming. The CD isn't completely gone, so it's obvious that that's that's what our future looks like, and. Uh, you know, there are positive sides and negative sides. Obviously, everyone's heard about that. The artists are still having a hard time getting enough money out of it. But I think that uh, what I love is, as a fan, I love just being able to listen to whatever I feel like listening to at any time. But the other side of it is also that you can really kind of see the algorithm, see what, what your music is doing and where it's most popular. And it's like places that I had no idea was checking out my music big time, like Mexico, for example, and stuff. So there's a lot more kind of, you can have the same thing with, with social media and everything. I can have much more direct contact with people and, can, and I can play a gig last night and then I can immediately get feedback from the fans and, and see what they thought of the gig and I can talk to them and stuff. So, so all in all, I think it's great. It's just a matter of kind of getting the economics to pan out, you know? Absolutely, yeah, totally get it. You uh, you touched on your new album last year called uh, Streets of You. Am I right in thinking there's a, a bit of a country feel to that? There is not. Uh, there might be a one or two songs that kind of has a little bit of that flavor because I, I recorded quite a few of the songs in Nashville. But what happened was I, I was kind of traveling around doing writing and just kind of changing my space a bit and going to New York and L.A. And, and then I ended up in Nashville, and that's where I really got the inspiration, mainly just hanging out. Uh, doing some writing with people and then checking out bands and, and just kind of getting back in contact with with what it's all about and and Nashville is a real music city and, and it's just it's just all about music all the time and uh, I did record with a bunch of musicians there but it's still I mean I'm more in kind of the Americana rock pop genre but uh, there's maybe one or two songs that has a little bit of a country flavor I have to ask you about um, Save Tonight as well. Um, did you ever envisage when when you you know you wrote this that it become the big hit that it that it has done? I mean, it's still played massively today here in the UK. Uh, I had no idea. <laughs> I knew I'd written a good song. Uh, I felt the minute I came up with the line "Save Tonight" and "Fight the Break of Dawn," I felt like, yeah, that's got something. And then uh, we recorded it, and I remember sitting in my apartment listening to the recording on my headphones, and I could just see people singing along in the audience. So when it came time to pick the single for the first al- off the first album, obviously it was a no-brainer. But that it would become a worldwide hit, I had no idea, and uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by that. I can I, I, absolutely, and I can I can imagine. What is that like? Just tell me, because I'm I'm not a singer. I just stick to pressing play on the songs. What is it like you singing that line, and then people belting that back out to you when you perform it on tour? It, it just must be the the most incredible feeling. It's exactly what it's all about, you know. And I mean, as as a fan, when I'm seeing bands that I love and to be singing along in the audience and that to me is exactly why we make music and uh, to be able to write a song that people can really embrace uh, and the fact that I think every songwriter's dream is to write a song that stands the test of time and that Save Tonight has managed to do that the way it has it's just it's just uh, exactly what you always dream of so I mean I hope that song lives a lot longer than I do I'm sure it will I'm sure it will it's, <laughs> it's, it's an absolute classic it, it really really is um, so what, Thank you. what is next on, on the uh, the uh, the horizon for you are you going back into the studio after this tour yeah yeah I've already uh, done some work I've got 
few really good tracks. There's one song that people are telling me is a single already, so that's that's nice to have that done. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, get in studio and start releasing something, and I really want to do a proper release in the UK. My new album Streets of You is, you know, obviously available on the streaming sites, but I want to, um, yeah, I want to get back there because I really enjoyed playing there, and I, you know, I was signed to an English label back in the day and did a lot of work there, and I really enjoyed that. So, so the plan is to get something out as soon as possible. Well, it sounds great. And um, just finally, where where can people keep up to date with you? Where whereabouts? Are you on social media, or is it just your website? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so in Instagram, you know, Eagle Eye Cherry, uh, and Facebook, obviously. But I'm I'm very active on Instagram, and I really enjoy it. And, and you know, I w- when I left the scene, I went right off the radar. So I just got back up now. So I'm building it slowly but surely. But I'm, I'm enjoying it so much more than I ever thought. So yeah, check that out. Eagle Eye Cherry is performing at Corporation Nightclub on Saturday, 1st of June, and you can get your tickets right now from eagleeyecherry.com. Uh, thanks so much for talking to me today. Just before I let you go, um, I always tend to ask people that I interview artists and bands this kind of question because I feel like it's important. If any young artist or uh, someone in a band is listening to this interview right now, what would you be, be your advice to, you know, to breaking into a, a hugely packed industry? Uh, number one is to make the music that you want to do. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. That's so important because once you get it out there, it's all about you. You got to do the promotion, you got to do the interviews, and you have to be the salesman for that music. And if you don't 100% believe in it, it's not. It's totally meaningless. So, gotta stay true to what your heart says. Well, I think that's great advice to finish on. Eagle Eye Cherry, thanks so much for for joining me today, and uh, d- don't leave it 20 years next time. P- please come back sooner I will than not. that. You got it. <laughs> I promise. Th- thanks so much. That's Eagle Eye Cherry joining us here on the phone on, on Red Road FM.